I'm Chris Reback. This is Call In. With Dr. Alexandria White, we discuss business leadership in our time of social change, when to call in, when to call out, and how to build sustainable business value today. Today's topic, can cultural holidays be celebrated at work? Before our conversation, though, an ask from us to you. We hope you like these call-in conversations, and if so, we'd appreciate if you'd take a moment, go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and if you're so moved, leave a five-star review. The ratings really matter. They go a long way to helping other people find the podcast. Our show is brought to you by Clayton Dubelier and Rice, which is committed to a more diverse and inclusive future. Let's call in. Hi, Dr. White. Great to talk with you again. Hello, Chris. I hope you're doing well. Let's get right into it. And first, let's just clarify. The question of celebrating cultural holidays often comes up for the Christmas holidays, but there are cultural holidays throughout the year, including, of course, different holidays celebrated globally to be aware of. So do you agree this is a discussion that's relevant all year round, Alex? This year has been fast and eventful. And so having the discussion of cultural holidays is very important for employees and employers. So let's start, Alex, with the big picture. I'm hoping that you can frame this for us. What is a culture? What is a lifestyle? What is diversity? I mean, aren't we all diverse? Don't we all have unique lifestyles and cultures? And why is the office whose purpose I thought was to generate goods and services in return for compensation? Why is that a place to recognize any of them? Great questions, Chris. So we know that diversity is a variety. It is social economic status, it's gender, it's political affiliation. Culture is that large umbrella term that talks about someone's social behavior, what they believe, what they view as art, laws, custom, their capabilities, and then the lifestyle. What kind of lifestyle do you lead? What are you interested in, Chris? Your opinions, what are you reading? Your behavior, that's your lifestyle. And why does it matter in the office? When we're just supposed to come and do work, it matters because it allows employees to understand that companies see them. They're going to recognize a cultural holiday of mine that is part of my lifestyle, and they're going to make it known, and they're going to celebrate that. And what does that do for me as an employee? It makes me feel a sense of belonging. And we know sense of belonging is attached to loyalty and retention. Also, in regards to belonging, It allows employees to increase innovation. If employees feel seen and heard at companies, it allows them to speak up in meetings. So that's the business case. Let's turn then, as we always do, to the news, as our topics always play themselves out in real life. So let's take, for example, October. In October, leaders have to navigate three recognition opportunities that all coincide basically at the same time. There's Columbus Day, which is the same day as Indigenous Peoples Day. As well, October is LGBTQ plus History Month, which in the U.S. is celebrated in October to coincide with National Coming Out Day, which in 2021 was the same day as Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day. So you had kind of a triple play on on that one day in 2021. Many workplaces were closed that day, and many workplaces are closed on that day, you know, every year. What were they closed for? Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, LGBTQ+, History Month. 
Could a business close for one without recognizing the other events? And so, Chris, this is so interesting that you asked this question. My 16-year-old daughter, her school was closed on that Monday for, quote, unquote, fall break. Mm-hmm. And so my daughter says, Mom, what day is the, is the school celebrating? Is this fall break or are they celebrating Columbus or Indigenous Peoples Day or LGBTQ plus month? Even a 16-year-old had that same question. So we had a discussion. And in regards to businesses. Let's just start with states. States have began to officially recognize and celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. States such as Alabama, Hawaii, Maine, and Oregon. Some businesses took a more nuanced view and allowed employees to use October 11 as a celebration for whatever they felt a personal connection to. I remember different companies posting on social media, Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, the beginning of LGBTQ plus history month. And so each business took it upon themselves to celebrate in the way that they deem was necessary. If a company isn't direct about why they're closing, is that kind of copping out or is that an appropriate approach? I think you can look at it both ways. Are they taking the safe approach? Yeah. Or are they giving that autonomy and power to the employees to allow them to decide how to celebrate it. So I always look at two versions of the spectrum. Are they playing it safe or they're allowing their employees to engage on how they would like to celebrate a specific holiday? So how then, Alex, should leaders respond to employees who ask, why are we celebrating that other culture and not mine? And kind of parallel to that or relatedly, what about employees who don't want to be bothered with cultural celebrations at all? What if someone just wants to work? Let's talk about policies and procedures. As I was researching for this podcast, I found out that companies with 15 or more employees are required to make reasonable accommodation for employees' religious observances if they are able to do so. So that is in Title Eight of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It's there, 15 or more employees. When people are like, well, why are we celebrating that? Or why are we getting off for that? It's written. It's in human resources policy. Now, what about those people? I don't want to take off. That's not my holiday. I want to work. Well, employers have the ability to offer floating holidays. Basically, it's when an employee can choose paid time off to observe what they feel they are most connected to. And that feels in the same genre with calling Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day fall break. So what's your guidance or how should a leader think about which way to go? To oversimplify, if one path is give the time, but don't stick your foot into the bucket, call it Mm -hmm. fall break, give Mm -hmm. floating holidays, and then let people have autonomy around how they choose to use or celebrate those times versus no, as a leader, you want to be inclusive. You want to recognize culture, as you said at the top of this conversation, culture is part of who we are. Recognizing culture is part of loyalty. Loyalty ties to retention. There's a business case for why we should be recognizing culture. So what would your guidance be to leaders? Take a safer way, call it fall break, give floating holidays, don't name what they are, or no, embrace culture. But now you got to navigate making sure that you're not offending one culture versus another. Well, what's the mission, values, and goals of the company? What has been the company's stance on an inclusive workplace? 
Some companies aren't there yet, Chris. We can't ask them to go above and beyond on certain things when they are just beginning the journey. The point of our podcast here is to call in people and meet them where they are and to be empathetic. So yes, there's companies who said this is fall break or we're just going to observe this as a company-wide day off. And then there's some that said, this is Indigenous Peoples Day. We are no longer calling it Columbus Day. And here's why. And an email or a listserv or even a town hall was implemented to educate the masses at that company. Totally different strategies. I think as business leaders, when they listen to podcasts as this, when they are trying to be more progressive and build an inclusive culture, they need to hear these things. Later on, we're going to give strategies and examples. And so they need to hear how it benefits them and how it pertains to a sense of belonging for employees at their company. I love when you tease Dr. White's wisdom. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. That's really my job is to tease Dr. White's wisdom, but I love when you jump in and do it as well. Let's turn to the big one. We've been talking about Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day, really only because I personally find that very interesting. LGBTQ plus history month that it all connected on that same day. But the winter holidays, in a sense, are, are the big one. Every year, we know the combination of Christmas, you've got Hanukkah, you've got Kwanzaa. There may be perhaps other cultural seasonal events as well that I mm-hmm. am not aware of or that I may be omitting. But we know that there's a lot that goes on. And I know there was a call of a, a group of CEOs, very engaged CEOs, And one of the questions that they dealt with was, how should organizations decide which to celebrate and how to celebrate them among those in the winter Christmas holiday season? What's the answer? So companies that want to create a more inclusive culture are always looking for better ways to enrich the experience of their employees. One of those ways is hearing their voices and their opinions. They do that doing climate or pulse surveys. And so these surveys are a great way to listen to employees about holidays, events, observances that are important to them. One of the ways that you can celebrate or understanding what your specific employee demographic needs or wants is to ask them. Don't assume, ask them. So I advise companies to do poll surveys, do informal campaigns about what are you wanting to celebrate? Many companies and organizations have multicultural hours, brown bag luncheons, where different cultures or holidays are observed. One of those that has become pretty popular and more people are learning about that is Juneteenth. And so I've seen companies now do educational hours on what exactly is Juneteenth. And another strategy that I tell companies is don't ever assume what particular holidays are important to people. It's Mm -hmm. very important to ask and get that pulse of what's important to people in their culture and lifestyle. What a great example on Juneteenth, which Mm -hmm. really has over the last couple of years become more commonly understood by a wider group of people. That's a great example. So can you do me a favor? You know, we're friends, right? You're willing to help me out? Of course, of course. So can we go to the part that I was looking forward to, Dr. White's wisdom that you were teasing before? (laughs) Let's go. So uh, this is the point where we learn from you. What specific tactics 
can or should business leaders take to address the issue of the day? Our issue of the day, of course, is can cultural holidays be celebrated at work? Sum it up for us, please, Alex. Yes, cultural holidays can and should be celebrated at work. But before I give you a little bit of my wisdom, I want to make sure that everyone who is listening to this understand that celebrating cultural holidays and observances is just one aspect of building an inclusive culture. You have to continue to do the work. It's just not around these holidays. It's going to be in your atmosphere, your culture from the top down. This is how you continue to celebrate lifestyles and an array of culture. Isn't that true of any good relationship? You can't yes. build a really a friendship, any relationship. You can't build by just checking in once a year, checking a box once a year, right. calls. That's not what building something is about. Building something is about being mindful, continual, thoughtful about it. Am I interpreting you correctly? That is correct, Chris. So how do you do this? How do you celebrate cultural holidays? One, you create a company-wide calendar that highlights all cultural holidays or observances. It's going to be extensive. Non-Christian holidays includes Ramadan for Muslim, Yom Kippur for Jews, Diwali for Hindus, Chinese New Year, LGBTQ plus Pride Month. All of those are going to be visual in the company calendar. People are going to see it. Be aware of holidays that might impact the productivity of your employees. You see, you're taking a focus on someone. For example, during Ramadan, Muslims fast every day from dawn to dusk. If your company is doing something physical, please be aware of their fasting. These are ways that companies can celebrate culture and tradition by just being aware of things. Next, I have to brag on a company that we're very familiar with. That's Google. Google has more than 250 chapters globally. So what you can do at your company, because we're all in the cycle of learning, is that you create and sponsor. Sponsor means putting a budget line to employee resources group so that people that have similar cultures or lifestyles can help the company along their journey of a more inclusive workplace. And so what can ERGs do? ERGs can bring influential authors and historians or activists for Black History Month. In regards to Women's History Month, the company can give a platform to women, invite women to speak at your company during a huge event. For Asian American Pacific Islander observances, holidays, many companies are talking about the culture of South Asian heritage, which is yoga or understanding the overall aspect of wellness. These are just some programs that continue the conversation of celebrating cultures at work. After you've created or have the ability to create an ERG, there are town hall forums such as Days of Understanding. Days of Understanding can also be aspects in ways where culture can be celebrated at work. Many companies and organizations are doing these town hall events to hear the lived experiences of people with different cultures and lifestyles. Global calendars are also essential to making sure that we amplify international holidays and observances. Also, we talked about floating holidays earlier on. Many companies have decided to rename those 
to personal days of significance, to allow people to use those days to celebrate their culture during their time. So the good news, yes, we can celebrate holidays, but don't just think that that's enough. Next company calendar, list them all out. Mm -hmm. Be aware, some holidays might actually affect one's capabilities. So show some awareness. It's not just the holiday and the recognition of it, but it's everything that that encompasses. Next, very tactically, sponsor ERGs. In addition, there are town hall forums, such as Days of Understanding. Of course, leaders must also be aware of holidays globally. Certain holidays are celebrated in one country, but not another. And then Days of Personal Significance. Does that sum up what you would list? It does. And in regards to celebrating cultures at work, we are made up of many things that make us important, significant, and special. And so when a company celebrates me and sees me, it makes me want to work harder. It brings a sense of loyalty. And so I think it's so important for companies to understand the impact that it has when culture is celebrated and amplified at work. Alex, thank you. Anything else that I should be asking you for this conversation? That is all, Chris, and have a wonderful day. Celebrate life. (laughs) I will celebrate it. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. 